You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear, then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here's your host, James Marshall. Podcast number 24, Conversations with the Millionaire. Think about and clarify what wealth means to you. I decided to deviate from the usual format to share with you some conversations I've had over the years with a few millionaires. These conversations are part of my video series, Conversations with the Millionaire. And be sure to go over to my website, marciamoney.com, under the video section and check them out. But first, our financial definition of the day. Today's letter is V, and V is for value stocks. Value stocks are stocks that typically have low price-to-book ratio or price-earnings ratio. Historically, value stocks have enjoyed higher average returns than growth stocks, but they are more defensive. So you take a stock that has a low P.E. but has stability, such as a Johnson & Johnson or Procter & Gamble or American Express. These are stocks that we call value stocks. Also, another word for them are blue chip stocks. The main thing is you're getting a stock that has value but not a lot of growth at this time. So they tend to pay you a dividend. So keep that in mind. Value stocks are very good for your portfolio right now. So what does wealth mean to you? I believe that wealth is relative. What is considered wealth to one person is often different than another. Don't count the next man's money or the next woman's money. Set your wealth goals, accomplish these goals, educate your children about wealth, and then pass wealth to the next generation. That seems to be the consensus of the millionaires I spoke to on my trip to Alaska. So let's take a listen. Sitka, Alaska. Beautiful, majestic, awe-inspiring. The site of an annual fishing trip I attend with several highly successful African-American men. I thought this would be a great place for our new documentary series, Conversations with the Millionaire. The topic of our conversation for this trip, wealth. What is wealth? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? And what's the importance of passing it on to others? The answers I received from this group of men whose common thread is that they're all wealthy may surprise you. We begin with two brothers who discuss what wealth means to them and how they were raised to be responsible and to value education. Wealth has uh, given you and your family uh, some independence to make decisions uh, about your life, uh, career, um, and to be able to help society uh, to grow and to be a better place. Uh, Hopefully, in some way, uh, helping other people. Uh, I think these are key factors. And uh, for for us, it it occurred at a very early stage. Uh, I think I left home, I just turned 17. But in in those years, uh, it was, as as my dad would say, uh, I don't know where you're going, but you're going away from here. (laughs) (laughs) It was his intent that we all... uh, try to uh, do 
do as he said better than he was doing. And as far as he was concerned, the definition of doing better, uh, uh, the way to achieve it was to get some type of education. For me, the biggest fear is getting my kids to fully realize the challenge to lie ahead of them. That uh, while some things may have been easy for them as they grow up, the world is still a very, very complicated place. Uh, one, because they happen to be African-Americans. And two, I think the financial world is a lot tougher to deal with than it ever has been. As difficult as we may think that we had it, uh, there was not much uh, money. Uh, in a lot of ways, there was not much opportunity. Today, uh, it is much more uh, distressing. Uh, in order to go to college, it's, it's tougher because it's, no matter how much you work or a child works or how much you give them, it's very difficult to get the tuition uh, money that's necessary for going to college. Victor Frankl, renowned psychiatrist and Holocaust survivor, once said that everything can be taken from a person but one thing. The last of human freedoms is the right to choose one's attitudes in any given set of circumstances. And Frankl was right. Attitude is a choice. Therefore, a person with a wealthy attitude may not necessarily be financially rich just yet, but will be soon enough. Let's listen to a father and son discuss the attitude necessary in building a family legacy. Legacy is an interesting word because I think everyone who is a part of the nuclear family has a role to play in that legacy. Ultimately. And the objective is not necessarily to leave those that you survive millionaires and rich, but you do create an expectation for yourself that, that you want to leave them something that will help carry that legacy on. It actually can go beyond financial means as well. You know, we hear people have wealth of knowledge and wealth of experience. And when I think of, you know, the whole legacy situation, I look at my dad and I always, I already realize he's left me so many things already. But realize that everybody has an obligation and a part that they have to play. It's more time. about living up to the person I grew up with who raised me. As a parent, you realize that uh, you always want your kids to, to have it a little bit better. Legacy is not only what relates to money, but also to our families, abilities, talents, and education. Everything we have. This understanding helps us realize that accumulating wealth means more than just making it. It also refers to storing it and even more importantly, passing it on. Let's listen to another father and son duo talk about the importance of transferring the family business to the next generation. The biggest honor for a father is to have a son who wants to follow in his footsteps. And I feel extremely blessed that I have a son who not only has a desire to continue the family business, but also has the ability, the intelligence, and all of the necessary tools to be successful in carrying on the business to keep the legacy that I have strived to build going on into the future. Having that role or having a role to play in a family business, um, mine probably a little more unique than some because I'm an only child and the only sibling, obviously, you know, all of the responsibility for future uh, ends up resting upon my shoulders. And I'm at a stage in life now where 
uh, I realize that, that, that I am probably wealthy, but it hasn't really changed a whole lot of things about me. In a lot of ways, I'm very similar to my dad. Um, I keep it simple. I just try to beat the best that's on record. If it's a record year, I want to top it the next year. And, and if you continue to do that, it seems it seems simple, and in, in a way it really is, but it's one of those type of things, if, if you take care of that, everything else will kind of follow suit. Come on, James. Reel down, pull up, reel down, pull up, reel down, pull up. Look at that jumper, reel. All right, now bring him up, bring him up, right there, got him. So we've learned that wealth means more than just money. It can be used for the comfort and convenience of families to meet both present and future needs. Since attitude determines how wealth is gained, maintained, and passed on, it is vital to start today towards shaping our goals for the future. Don't wait to experience all the wonderful things that life has in store for you. Start today by working on your attitude to choose to live a wealthy life. As a great author once wrote, act as if it were impossible to fail. We'll be right back after this short message. People have worked hard their entire lives to save what they thought was enough for retirement. Now people are concerned that they might not have enough money to retire. So what can they do? It's really as simple as sitting down to discuss a strategy to determine how to proceed. You tell me what's important to you and I'll help build a plan to get you there. I'm James Marshall and at Marshall Wealth Management, we've helped hundreds of clients just like you be better prepared for retirement. Call, click, or stop by our offices today. You'll be glad you did. Jackie Robinson once quoted, life is not a spectator sport. If you're going to spend your whole life in the grandstand just watching what goes on, in my opinion, you're wasting your life. Now listening to the words of Mr. Robinson, ask yourself, would you rather be one of those perfecting the craft and becoming productive, or the one who's watching over seven hours of TV per day? The difference between the two is, one of them is taking action, the other is watching. Time, not money, is your biggest asset in life. Let's listen to what our guests had to say about what wealth means to them. Successful. Comfortable. Wealthy and health. Happiness. Live comfortable. Live comfortable. Live comfortable. Travel. Wealthy and love because I have the love of my grandchildren, my family. Securing things I make. We feel that we've been, uh, been blessed. Enough financial stability to do some of the things that I want to do without being put in a bind. Celebration. We recently took a really nice trip to the Mediterranean and based on doing things in the past, it allowed us to take that trip in the future. We don't stop there. We give money to other organizations that we come in contact with. Make good decisions. And that's what wealth is to me right now. When it comes to making purchases, remember that buying something is not the problem. The problem comes when we believe, even for a moment, that the object we're buying is going to make us happy. When all is said and done, it's not what we make or buy that makes the difference, but what we keep and eventually pass on. How do successful people view the value of family? Let's listen in. I think we compliment each other. I, I really do. Uh, yeah, as of next week, we will be married 50 years. 50 years. Mm -hmm. yeah, so we decided we'd have a celebration and uh, 
kids wanted to do it. And we try to instill in our children um, to save. That's what my daddy would always say. You know, save your money, you know, have a little fun, but save too. I used to tell them to save because that was a rainy day. There is in the future. My, my dad worked, so uh, we all learned how to work at an early age. I'm very proud of both of my kids. Uh, my daughter's a, a social worker. She has a master's in social work and she works with the state. And she's she has been, a double master's. She has a double master's. And my son uh, uh, graduated from Clark, Atlanta. Now he has his own state farm agency. Well, I only have the one daughter and I have two grandchildren. I don't exactly spoil them, but I do try to give them some of the things that they want. I'm able to expose them to different things and take them to uh, a lot of places that might not have been possible because I don't want them to be spoiled. I raised their mother the same way. I never gave her everything she wanted even though she was an only child. And now, another important subject, legacy. We are better off when we realize that our future is always more valuable than our today. Let's hear what our guests have to say about what legacy means to them. I think I would like for our legacy, it's, it's sort of like the legacy that uh, our parents left us, uh, for, for Tiffany and Nicole to say, I remember when daddy told us, you know, you better, you better save that money and, uh, and mommy saying like, uh, you can buy that, but look for other options. I mean, you don't have to have to uh, buy the most expensive. Uh, you don't have to buy the cheapest either. So just for them to keep things like that uh, open in their mind, that would be our legacy. Uh, a spiritual legacy that, that you, have to have, you have to be spiritual. But you also have to understand that uh, you have to work for what you get. And that it's always better to give than to receive. And in order to receive, you have to give. Everything's not totally about money, even though he thinks I'm all about money. <laughs> so we talk to the children about how you carry yourself because you are representing your family. All of that kind of thing, I guess you'd say. Yeah, we do believe in family. Yeah, we do strongly believe in our family. I would like to be known as that person that never took no for an answer, was there to help somebody that needed uh, assistance. I always try to instill in people, especially my grandchildren, uh, how to love themselves. You know, because if you can't love yourself, first of all, there's no way you can love anybody else. To just try to live right, honor God, and do the best you can do in whatever you do. A good financial plan is a roadmap that shows us exactly how the choices we make today will affect our future. The financial stress and worry you want to eliminate from your life comes by taking tiny steps that put you on a path towards your goal. William Arthur Ward said, the pessimist complains about the wind. The optimist expects it to change. The realist adjusts the sails. Well, all right. If you don't know, now you know. I hope you enjoyed this episode of 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. And until next time, keep building wealth. Peace.
You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall Wealth, Instagram, Marshall Wealth, LinkedIn, James Marshall, and on YouTube, James Marshall Financial Educator. Email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, we build wealth one family at a time. No, you can't. I teach you how to say Don't waste your money, but bank your money. Don't spend your end. I teach you how to say Your bank account will be spilling out with them dividends. So I teach you how to say Rule number one, if it ain't making money, it ain't making sense.